Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, me and you and everyone. So the intention, one of the intentions of these podcasts, this podcast series, Aging Like a Guru, is to um, have you potentially be curious, more curious about who you are and uh, as you age, and that rather than looking at the limitedness of what you believe is reality and what will happen to you as you age, like we've, I've talked about in terms of frailty and decrepitude, that there's potential. You have 100% potentiality. You are 100% potentiality because that's what I think and you can think whatever you want. But the only thing in the way of that potentiality is your thoughts and beliefs, your interpretations about life, and the willingness or the lack of willingness to see it differently. And, um, and that's a big deal. So one of the things, there's a lot of concepts in ther the therapeutic world that creates <laughs> limited thinking. You know, we think about psychotherapy as being a place where uh, we gr grow health and well-being. That's the intention of psychotherapy is to grow uh, our well-being and to nurture ourselves into greater potentiality. That's what we're here for. And as a therapist, and I, I, I trained my, I was going to say I grew up as a, to be a, grew myself up to be a family therapist. We, we talk about the dysfunctional family. And, um, and then what that creates as a dysfunctional individual when they go out into the world. Well, the truth of that, though, I was thinking about it. Actually, it came up when I was working with a fellow who, grew up in a family that was actually very loving and respecting and honoring of the kids. And the di dynamics and the health of the, the relationships between the parents were great and the parents and the children's relationships were great. And so my client had a really pretty cool concept of himself and that was great. But when he went into the world, something happened. <laughs> he met a, a different world and that world then created didn't fit the context of who he was in his family and that created we'll say a dysfunctional ability ability to not function in the world that he came to know so that helped me look at the world differently helped me look at this idea of dysfunction and it's it's really that the fact of the matter is every family is what it is um, and it, it functions the way it functions and it trains uh, the members of the family to um, interact with each other according to the way that the family operates. Um, and, you know, this is true for not only families, but communities or religious communities or political communities, is we're all acting in alignment with the rules or the norms of that family slash community slash organization. And uh, we train ourselves to do that. We, it's just part of what happens. And then when we go into another reality, like <laughs> if, I were, if I was Republican and then I found myself in a situation, an environment, we'll say you went to visit somebody and they're Democrats and their reality is different than mine. And, and then I feel like, who am I in this process? What am I? What, what's this about? Why is this not the same as what I think? How come I'm not the same as if I were over there. It creates a lot of confusion for people. So I grew up in a particular family environment, not nine kids, alcoholic family, parents, 
interesting dynamics. <laughs> I learned a lot in terms of how to function in that reality. And now, now, as in when I left that, I had to start to create a different when I got married or when I had children or when I, whatever, whatever my, whatever my um, situations were, I saw the world based on the reality that I knew in that functioning, air quotes, functioning that I grew up in my family. And that was what was true. And that was the functioning. So I was a very functioning person based on that reality. So the reason I bring this up is a couple of things. Uh, one is the interpretation that there must be something wrong with me because I'm not fitting in to other, other organizations or, or my, uh, my spouse, my partner, my friends see the world differently. There's no right, wrong, good or bad. It's just the world that you grew up in, the conditions that you grew up in, had you come to believe certain things and see the world a certain way. You know, it's, I, I find it really fascinating. I'm kind of hitting my head, just tapping my head and saying, the way that we see the world as Americans, United States Americans, um, it's very different than how other people see the world. See the world. In a sense, um, the way that the Europeans see the world is very different than how we Americans see the world. The way that French people see the world and how to be in the world is very different. And nobody's right or wrong. It's just different. Um, the way that we care for our elderly is based on conditionings of how we've learned how to treat and be with elderly. Other cultures, you know, have such greater respect, a greater um, degree of uh, embracing their elders than we do uh, in the United States. Uh, and it's just not, it's not right, wrong, good or bad. It's just the conditioning of what we are trained to believe or to see. So what's the intention here in this conversation as we're looking at dysfunction, <laughs> in air quotes, uh, and looking at functional functionality as we grow old? How do we find, discover, uh, come to realize a greater alignment with who we are in our conditioning and our sense of self, how do we find that uh, conditioning that supports and empowers us where, where, where we're at? Uh, and that's a huge question. And um, one of the things that I found interesting but made a lot of sense when I was uh, learning to be a coach, which was about 20 years after I learned to be a therapist, is that basically uh, uh, therapy takes us from the concept of being dysfunctional to functioning. That regardless of the conditions, wherever we find ourselves, we're able to be resilient, we're able to manage, we're able to be ourselves in whatever conditions we find ourselves in. So again, if I'm a Republican and I find myself in, in an environment where there's a lot of Democrats, I'm not freaked out, I'm not emotional, I'm not stressed, I'm not anything. I'm just present with myself. And that's pretty cool. That's being functional and that we can relate to people who they are without making right, wrong, good or bad. Um, so how do I, how do I achieve that? How do I create that? Oh, so, so what I was saying, sorry, what I was saying is, is therapy helps people go from dysfunctional to functional and coaching takes people from uh, co uh, functional to optimal. Now, the, the fact of the matter is, is if, what makes somebody dysfunctional is just their perceptions of how they see themselves in the world. 
and how they see the world and how they see what they want. So if I, you know, for me as a, as a coach and as a higher, hopefully higher functioning person, people, person, um, then I can see how I am being in the world regardless of the circumstances, regardless of um, the reality. Now, um, that, that uh, I'm working towards optimal and these podcasts are about to empower you to think differently about where you see yourself as wrong, unworthy, undeserving, unloving. Those kinds of uh, thoughts become um, dysfunctional only if you want something different. If I had wanted to stay in the dynamics of my family system and operate and be married to people who operated the same, I wouldn't have left that dynamic. I would have stayed there because that's what I wanted. Because I wanted something else where I could actually experience more safety and more trust in myself, more respect of myself and respect from other people as in partners and family and children, then I needed to grow myself to something else outside the dynamics and the conditions and the belief systems of that context. That's all we're doing in this work. This is all we're doing as we're reading self-help books or listening to other podcasts, as we're listening for where can I make the, a shift for myself that isn't going to be more painful than, <laughs> than what I'm in currently. All, or truly, I believe we're, we're just trying to avoid pain without it being more painful and uh, finding the easy way, easier way, the easiest way to make that happen. And um, as, as challenging as it can be to look at and listen for our limiting beliefs, that's the easiest thing to do. And to stop living into those is the next thing. There's nothing to do other than, oh, there's that belief. I'm at the mercy of other people. There's, that's just a belief. That's, there's, it's, can't say it's true, can't say it's not, it's just a belief I've been living by. It's like, oh, okay, well, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> and the only way I can stop doing that is to be um, aware and notice my thoughts or my actions that align with that. I'm at the mercy of other people. And stop doing that. <laughs> stop doing it. I don't have to do anything different than stop doing what doesn't work. And that is, I just have to stop doing what isn't in alignment with my highest truth and my highest knowing that I'm 100% potentiality and I want to know what that's about. I want to know what that's like to live into that. And I want that for you too. All right. I will talk to you again soon. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can find me at rosieattheparadigmshifts.com. You can find my website and books and blogs and videos there too, Rosie, uh, at theparadigmshifts.com. All right, big hugs to you. Bye for now.